This episode is brought to you by HBO's original comedy series, Veep, starring Julia Louise Dreyfus. Veep follows former vice president and one-time president Selena Meyer and her staff as they attempt to make their mark and leave a lasting legacy without getting tripped up in the day-to-day political games that define Washington. For your Emmy consideration, an outstanding comedy series and all other categories. Paul Cameron is an award-winning cinematographer whose visuals you've seen in such movies as Michael Mann's Collateral, Tony Scott's Deja Vu, and Man on Fire, as well as this summer's hit film Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Next up for Cameron, the Liam Neeson thriller The Commuter. He's the director of photography on the pilot episode of Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy's Westworld, which can now be seen on HBO. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Paul Cameron to the show. Let's start off with this. Tell us, tell those who haven't, who don't know, where this was shot. I, by the way, I live in uh, Santa Clarita, California, mm-hmm. so um, I very close to the Melody Ranch. But I right. know that you guys also shot. Correct me if I'm wrong. In Utah, right? Right. Tell us, tell us where and. Why? Why that? Why that area is so awesome? Because it's the site uh, of other films, Western films, right? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, the uh, you know, for for the basic locations on Westworld, there's uh, the main town of Melody Ranch, um, the the main park area, which you see the downtown street that the the kind of Groundhog Day keeps happening every day, with a practical train that actually pulls in. Um, on that set, uh, and one of the things that uh, when we we conceived Westworld is where is the park actually? Where is the park? Um, so we came up with this concept of after scouting Dead Horse Point in in, in Utah, which is uh, just outside of Moab. There, this idea that the park is actually built into the the side of of Dead Horse Point. So you can picture, in, I think you see it in a couple shots, the actual facility itself is at the top, and it's actually built down into the belly of, of the rock of, of Moab. So that was the concept for that. And then, um, you know, obviously there's there's some scenes that not only we shot in uh, Santa Clarita, but we shot at Big Sky Ranch in, in California as well, and that's uh, for, for um, uh, Dolores' house mostly, and uh, some other scenes out there. So Big Sky kind of was a, a place we shot a lot with Tandy Newton and the, the raids and the, the kind of Indian raid nightmare scene that she has there when Ed Harris comes into the house. So you have Melody Ranch, which is kind of you know the flashy part of the park in the center of town. Then you have, as you go out of the town, you have Big Sky Ranch, and then we also shot up on Mount Wilson in California. Uh, which also gave us a bigger perspective also of rock, uh, rocks and mountains, etc. Um, and then we have the park itself, which is built into, into the side of the mountain there. So obviously we did most of the stage work for the interior of the park um, at Santa Clarita and a couple sets there. And the, the rest of the, um, uh, the show was actually, there were some additional stages, you know, for Anthony Hopkins' office and a couple of other stages off the Santa Clarita um, stage area. So Moab also obviously co- comes in uh, when you see them on horses as well. Like when you see uh, Evan and James 
Mars than those characters riding in the horses where they go meet out and look at the you know the cattle down below. You see all you know quite of that. And then in the pilot, we also took the train car with us out to Moab, so that actually the photography in the in the train itself, when you see the Moab on the outside there, all those exterior, all that interior exterior, I did practically on a on a train going you know driving down the highway in the kind of middle of the beautiful red rock there so that was you know kind of the concept overall for that so i'm going to come back to shooting a western in a second but here's the thing with this show um in later episodes cinematography plays a key element because it's very sleight of hand in that we are we clues are revealed like it's not that obvious that we're jumping between um an enormous amount of years and the sleight of hand is in how evan rachel wood's dress and then Mm -hmm. other elements that the camera picks up this is in later episodes what i'm curious about is coming into this show working on the first episode were you privy to this and were you were you tr- also trying to establish clues, uh, you know, either in the background or or no, that wasn't that obvious. That wasn't that upfront in the beginning of the show, in terms of right. the production. Well, I, you know, I I think certainly during the pilot, um, there were discussions about what potentially would take place in the series. And, um, you know, including time frames and, and how to get in and out of time frames. And um, so that was kind of touched upon. And both John and Lisa uh, gave me a couple clues here and there that other people weren't privy to. So at least I had a bit of a roadmap what was being set up. So um, they're very smart that way in terms of giving just enough information to department heads and you know, oftentimes they they uh, would reveal something they didn't necessarily want to reveal. So, you know, did I know what was going to happen in all of the episodes? No. Was I privy to, you know, the information I needed to kind of photograph something at any given point? Yes. They were very clear about that. So, I mean, at this point in time, many of the people listening to this have, you know, have seen the show. The show has aired. But was there was there something in particular that you were setting up clue wise that maybe led to something else in either episode two or three? Oh God! Um, yeah, I, I, you know, there wasn't anything that specific. No, I think, uh, no. Go ahead. And then um, what I'm curious about is, uh, you know. This is fun. You get to shoot a Western, or at least you get to shoot a Western during anywhere from 50% to three quarters of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, y- tell me a little bit about that. When you're shooting a Western, you're up against history. Did you mm-hmm. feel like you could step in and put your own little twist on something? Or is there just too much history out there visually when it comes to shooting a Western? Um Look, there's there's some great there's the iconic shot of which sold the entire show for a couple of years of Ed Harris's character standing over his victim right at the edge of the cliff there. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, I think, you know, listen, it's it's um 
it's tough to avoid uh, uh, the historical uh, cinematography that's taken place around westerns and the you know the obvious references from from Sergio Leone once upon a time in America all the way through you know John Ford the searchers and you know unforgiven and you know films that have been very iconic visually that way and and you know it's 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 pretty apparent that through history filmmakers have gone to a handful of locations to shoot westerns you know we've seen monument valley with with John Ford and then in the later years of John Ford we see a lot of we see a lot of Moab actually and and that area so um you know, you can't kind of avoid those iconic landscapes. It's just kind of how cinematographers approach and, and, and photograph these landscapes. You know, I think one of the biggest differences is a lot of the historical films were shot in black and white. Uh, many were shot in color as well. Um, obviously, we're in a color world and West world, and, and um, it has a certain color palette, you know, Within the western, within the park, and then you know it's it's juxtaposed against the interior of the park operations center. So, you know, I think you know for me personally, it's you know you get to these um, big western exteriors and you're in awe of the exteriors and the kind of iconic nature, and you know you realize, geez, you know we're standing in the same place that that John Ford photographed or you know other great filmmakers have photographed. So. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, being in, in reverence and in awe at the same time and, and respectful of what's come before visually in the cinematography world. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I was able to produce kind of a grand scale look at these locations as well in the first episode. Did Jonathan Leeson, you discuss any influences or? Yeah. Uh... And it was, you know, John Ford was a big influence and, and, and both uh, he and Sergio Leone you know, how they, how they, locations and, you know, iconic imagery. I think one of the biggest twists though, if you, you'll see in this, you know, not only in the pilot, but when they went back to shooting the, the series later on for a number of the episodes, unfortunately, uh, I was going to do it and then couldn't do it. Um, but you'll see in the stuff that I photographed that they use throughout the, the episode is, is something that it's kind of this camera movement that we repeat in the park and we kind of repeat it at other times and it's this kind of um, this kind of very kind of mechanical searching feel to it so you'll see like you know we'll be we'll be you know coming across and there's ground rush on the helicopter and then just a small mechanical tilt up to to a butte in front you know or we're going towards a landscape and then the camera just kind of pans off to the right towards another landscape. These are kind of camera movements that I developed in the, in the um, uh, first episode of pilot with, with Jonathan to kind of give a, this feeling of, you know, uh, the park is watching, you know, this kind of somebody is watching, you know, and it's, it's, so I think that was kind of the biggest departure from kind of history and cinematography of, of these kind of locations, you know, so hopefully it added a, um, you know, kind of a special eerie twist and, you know, listen, I had shot, uh, many, many commercials and, uh, Marlboro ads with Tony Scott for years in this area. So it's kind of, you know, you, I knew the places to go. So I was able to bring Jonathan and Nathan to that kind of iconic spot at, at Dead Horse Point overlooking the, the Grand Canyon, uh, I'm sorry, um, the Colorado river down there. But it's, um, 
you know, that it's a very powerful place. And it was just, you know, very evident walking into that location that this is where, you know, this is where Ed's going to slay the, you know, the card, the card dealer. <laughs> so it was great to have that availability of, of locations. And it's great to jump in a helicopter and shoot stuff like that. So. And then there was the heist scene, which was very <laughs> interesting on, on how the, the safe is pulled out. Was that... Yeah. Tell us a little bit about mapping that out, and was that was that just like a standard action scene in your in your mind, or where like how did you how did you go about mapping it? Well, actually, the heist was interesting because you know we we had that had that saloon, and we we're trying to figure out where does the safe where would the safe be? How are we going to get it out of there? Um, how can we make it? Um, dramatic and interesting on, on one level and then the other level is you know how do we make it a, a bit comedic as well so we came up with this idea of like well what if the safe's on the second floor and they pull it out and when they're when they're going to drop it to the ground uh, the character uh, with the, with Tandy Newton actually pulls her out of the way and the safe crashes to the ground and then they yank the safe out the front door so it's kind of a lighter more realistic moment than just you know having a safe come out of the back door and then they they pull it through and then you know obviously the 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 idea of dragging it down through the middle of the town is is um was a fun idea i think it was jonathan's idea just to drag it right down through the middle of town and so that that made it interesting so i think we took kind of how to make a boring heist kind of a little more fun and playful with that you know and then characters' emotions. I mean, specifically the the androids. You know, we open on on Evan Rachel Woods Dolores, and the fly on the face, and this kind of uh, dead stare. Can talk about that? The just capturing the androids' expressions, very key, right, for this show. Yeah. Since well, it's yeah, it's very important. It's um, you know specifically that opening shot is you know meant to be very uncomfortable. It's a long tracking shot in on on Evan who who we don't know who she is right now. We assume she's a host or something or android as you refer to, but I think they refer to him as hosts. And um, you know she's she's naked. We track into her face, into you know into her eyes. Very difficult shot, focus wise and. Um, they did a great job of uh, uh, visual effects, putting the putting the fly on her eye and making it extremely uncomfortable. So there is a takeover slightly at the end on visual effects, obviously, and that that was kind of the the map for everything we did. You know, like how do we kind of hold these uncomfortable close-ups and you know get the fly on the face? And you know, we actually practically did it a few times, and I think you know. More than not, it's probably a mix of VFX and live photography. Now, you got to work with the late Tony Scott on Deja Vu and Men on Fire, and you were mentioning also commercials. What was what were some of the takeaways as as a deep, you know, being his DP? Like, what did what did you? What were some of the takeaways for you working with him? Well, working with Tony Scott uh, definitely been one of the best experiences in my life. Um, you know, he he was a a fearless man with a kind heart who operated at a very high creative level, um, and I think he brought the best out in in everybody he worked with. And you know, I think that I kind of 
targeting him as a cinematographer, a director relationship. I went after that because I, I could see a certain fierceness in his approach visually, and you know, I knew the directors of photography he he was working with, and I just I just knew I wanted to be uh, on a set with him shooting a movie. So, um, you know, it's it's to me it was kind of just a great kind of uh, collision of uh, creative efforts at the right time, you know, and I think specifically, you know, Man on Fire was a great experience for me. Was, um, you know, I had tested a bunch of the visual techniques in a small BMW film called Beat the Devil, where we did uh, Gary Oldman and um, Clive Owen and James Brown. And, you know, that's when I tested a lot of hand cranked uh, photography and multiple exposures and a lot of the stuff that you see that's actually practical in the movie. I mean, I think looking back, people think it's, you know, it's done with composites and, and, and kind of, uh, you know, film treatment when in fact it's shot with reversal film and cross-processed and hand-cranked, you know, it was a very, very physical photographic show that way. But I think, you know, just to wrap it up on a grand scale, you know, it's, uh, Tony Scott is very supportive of cinematographers you know he was he was always very interested in things visually he he was a painter and you know I think his understanding of the craft of cinematography enabled cinematographers like myself to really shine and bring you know the you know the best photographic possibilities to his projects you know, from beginning to end you know. and then just going back to Westworld for for one moment what how long how long did it take to shoot and what was your most challenging setup um god i got to think about this it's uh, i may have this wrong anthony but i'll try anyway okay so um on westworld i believe we shot uh 24 days of principal photography and uh 3 days of moab actually so you know, it seems, you know, one, one hand a long uh, shooting schedule, but in fact, the second half the second episode is stuff that we photographed for the pilot that was put into the second episode. And then, and then your yeah. big, what your biggest challenge in terms of um, a particular sequence, hmm. challenge in a good way. I, okay, challenge in a big way. I think the challenge overall in, in Westworld, certainly in the pilot, is not so much um, down to a sequence, but it was down to kind of um, a grander conceptualization of the show, like everything from the theory of where Westworld is and built into the side of the mountain to the floors below and how the light and the look would dis you know change as you descend in the floors. Uh, below and one of the big tie-ins for for uh, the operations center was we shot a bunch of uh, principal photography at um, uh, Pacific Design Center there in Los Angeles. So how to tie those sets in with Nathan's sets uh, was certainly a big challenge, and and probably the greatest physical challenge was actually in those operations centers where you see all the glass walls where. It was impossible to have any lights on the ground, and most of the photography was done, you know, the lighting was done from above, and that was quite a challenge. And, you know, again, 
one of the probably one of the greatest challenges to give it kind of a cinematic, uh, bigger bigger screen feel um, to a show like this. You know, I mean, the stakes are quite high right now in in uh, our dramatic television series on cable specifically. You know, we're seeing great works. You know, from the Netflixes and HBOs and Showtimes across the board. So. Again, the uh, the bar is quite high. So uh, when it comes to shows like this, it's it's you know, you know, you're not just jumping on a show to set a look for something that's going to get figured out later. You're part of the whole conceptualization with you know Jonathan Nolan and production designer Nathan Crowley, you know, uh, uh, of of the whole show, you know, and that's that's something new to me. It's kind of like, you know, kind of getting on a big franchise film and knowing you're going to be doing the franchises down the line which you never know anyway but um, I think conceptualization is probably the biggest challenge you know I mean that's the creativity that's where you're really you know the execution all the challenges of sequences and stuff they're they're all there <laughs> you know um, but 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 you know I've been shooting for a couple of years now so you know it's it's again it's kind of the bigger bigger visualization conceptualization well thank you so much thanks for your time great. today well, thank and you great questions and uh, appreciate it excellent ladies and gentlemen paul cameron director of photography for westworld this is deadlines crew call